Hi everybody, this is Katie. And this is Dory. And this is the Big Shot Marketing and Design Podcast. So Katie, what is an ideal client? Um, so you probably haven't heard the term ideal, well, Dory, I know you have but anyone listening might not have heard the term ideal client, but you might have heard the term target demographic. And it's basically the same thing. Um, Ideal client is a little bit more specific, um, but basically it's the person that's most likely to purchase your products or services. So, you know, in a perfect world, we would want to sell a website and digital marketing to everybody on the planet. Duh. But that's not exactly going to happen yeah (laughs) like so um like an example for us for an ideal client would be somebody that um you know would be a business that's you know either whether it's starting out or been in business for about five years or so our ideal client is somebody that's not really selling a product even though we do work with some clients that do sell a product but we um find that we tend to service other companies that sell their services. So AC repair, plumbing, roofing, um, contractors, things like that. So basically we get their phone to ring and then they sell their product. So we know that that's called service industry companies. We know that service industry companies are ideal for us because not only do they need a website one time, but they need our help moving on in terms of digital marketing so they need the google marketing and social media and stuff like that so that's perfect for us it is perfect for us (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that doesn't mean so once you figure out what your ideal client is that doesn't mean that if somebody who's not your ideal client coming in and saying hey i need help here's some money for this you don't say oh no you don't really fit our type you can but we don't so you know some some digital marketing agencies do where they, where they might just do HVAC. Like all they do is AC companies. Um, you know, they find their little niche. And a lot of, you know, sales gurus and stuff will tell you to find your niche, get really good at one specific type of marketing for one specific company and do only that. I find that incredibly boring. <laughs> so um, that's why our ideal client, quote unquote, is a little bit more broad. Um, but depending on your company specifically, it might be a little bit different. So like for an AC company, their ideal client would be, um, like what I found through research and stuff is usually the AC companies could be, um, everybody needs their AC repaired, but their favorite type of client would be somebody that has a little bit more money that would want to buy a brand new AC. So those people tend to be 55 or older, um, not renters, they're homeowners. So once you know all these specific things about if you could sell to only one person and they're for sure going to buy it, what what does that look like? So aside from age, which you just mentioned, and income, what other factors should they be looking for in an ideal client? Location. For sure. Location's huge, especially with digital marketing. You now have the choice to show only people in a specific location your ads. So it's not, let's say you put um, an ad in the coupon book. That's going to go everywhere. 
you don't really have much control about who sees that ad. But on digital, you know, with Google and Facebook and other digital ad platforms, you can choose, okay, I want, I'm an AC company. I want people within the next, within a 15 mile radius to see my ads and that's it. I don't want to spend money on people outside of my service area to see my ads because I'm not going to go there. So you can, which really gives you a lot of control over your budget too. So you get a lot more bang for your buck. So you can, spending $200 in a 15 mile radius is going to go a lot farther than spending $200 for the entire United States and not even being able to service most of them. So location's huge. And once you do find your ideal client, I feel like from digital marketing to commodities, it translates very well. Yeah, and it really helps you, I mean, for everything. It helps you write for your audience so you know how to write any new content, whether it's for a flyer, a blog on your website, or an ad. It helps you speak to them because when you're writing anything or designing anything, you think, who is that ideal client? And you design it best for them. So if it's, oh, this specific demographic, we've noticed that they really like images and videos and stuff like that. So you can do everything. All of your marketing efforts and design can just go towards fitting that one thing. And then there will be people that trickle in outside of that, and that's perfect. But you can, one, this is kind of like the, the ideal client is like one of the first things that you want to figure out if you don't already have it figured out because that's going to shape how you do everything. I mean, it shapes how we do everything. And ideal clients may change over time. You may start your company super broad, get a few years down the road and realize once you go back through all of your orders, um, you look who's bought, what they've purchased, your ideal client has completely shifted from what you initially thought it should be. Well, and that's, I mean... Just for me personally, when I started my first agency when I was 19, I just, anybody with a computer (laughs) and anybody with a business, I just, you know, anything I could get. And that's usually how it starts when you, um, when you have a new business and you're kind of starting out from nothing. So I didn't really have as much experience going into it and all that. So I was able to just say, hey, do you need a website? I'll do it. So it was, you know, aircraft companies, car wash companies, um, manufacturers, e-commerce stores, little mom and pop shops, restaurants, everything. Um, And I thought all of it was just a winner. And I'm like, everybody needs Google search marketing. Everybody needs this and everybody needs social media. And I was like, oh, wait, no, they don't. Like, they're just... A little store they need a website and they're done so yeah starting out you have no idea so if you literally started your business today give it some time to figure it out because you also might not know what you actually like doing because you might think oh I want to go in and just do websites for restaurants and then you realize oh my god after three I'm so bored with this I can't stand it so you might want to mix it up a little bit um Yeah. And usually, I mean, if you've been in business for at least a year, all you have to do is just put your thinking cap on and you can say, yeah, we've actually done a lot of AC companies. Maybe we do the best there. So you can pick how specific you want to be with it. Um, What other things can you pick for your ideal client? For example, when you do direct mailers to people, the list that you can choose from is crazy. 
gender, household income, cost of the house, uh, location down to either specific um, areas or specific routes. Like you can get very specific with your ideal client. Does that work the same for digital marketing? Well, yeah, digital digital marketing, you can't really do the price of their house and the income. I mean, you could, but it's, it's not always accurate because it's just somebody, they're on their phone and they're on their computer. Um, but what I usually like to use is common interests. So if, you know, you can target people in a specific location, a specific age, and then you can, with Google and with other platforms, you can actually look through, I don't use common interest as much, but if it's like, you know, they've searched, they've shown interest in roof repair before, or they're looking for new windows or different things like that. So like Google, plot twist, Google, your browser, everything collects everything you do. And a lot of people find it scary. Gasp. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people find it scary or annoying. But everything you do on the internet is tracked for cookies. And a lot of people, are, especially now, you know, in terms of privacy and all of that, a lot of people are really griping and they're really upset by it. For us, that's kind of the driving force <laughs> of uh, our company. So we, like, I personally don't like the thought that I'm being tracked all the time, but also... You know, if people weren't being tracked, we couldn't track them with ads. (laughs) So you can also target, yeah, common interest. If they've ever gone to your website before and left, you can track them after that too. Um, I mean, with, yeah, with, there's, depending on the channel, so like depending on if you're doing direct mailers or digital or newspaper and magazine ads, you're going to have different factors to think about. So a lot of magazine ads, like there's a lot of, especially in Florida, um, a lot of magazines for a specific neighborhood. So, you know, you they might come into your office and be like, oh, you really need to buy an ad in this magazine. Like, we, it goes out to thousands of people every month. But then you look at it and it's in a neighborhood that can't afford your product. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Plot twist. Don't buy that ad. <laughs> it won't go over well. Or you, there might be a magazine that's just super broad. Like we send it to all of Florida and half of Georgia and we send it to thousands of places. But then you look at it and the magazine's free. You might not want to do it. Free magazine. People are just going to grab it, flip through it. There's not like a, what's the term like a loyal fan base or loyal readers that will go through each page so it's also not a reputable source yeah to get and it's difficult to track you know like i'm all about stuff that's able to track like you got you're building your ideal client through tracking all of your stuff so if you can't if you're doing magazine ads you can't really track how successful that was yeah you can put a coupon code in there like specific for that thing but you can't really it's not as accurate as oh this google ad we got such and such phone calls from it you know Mm -hmm. so i think i'm all about stuff that you can track like mailers you can track you know exactly how many went out which houses they went to and you can do stuff like hey bring this into our store to get such and such off so you can track that a little bit better but yeah like if if you don't start tracking now, you're not going to know who your ideal client is in the first place. And a lot of it's trial and error, honestly. Like, you'd be like, oh, let's, especially when you're starting out, like, oh, we think our ideal client is a 55 plus person living in a high end area. 
and then you send it out and it bombs. I mean, that's happened. <laughs> I think that that's happened to both of us. We're like, this is it. We've got it. And it's not. Crash and burn. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, well, now we know what our ideal client isn't. <laughs> so let's go back to the drawing board and figure it out. So especially if you're, usually depending on the industry, you can get a pretty good look at your ideal client by the industry, especially for, like, companies that we like, you know, roofers, um, water restoration, uh, AC repair, plumbers. Like, it's pretty easy to figure out kind of what, you know, if you just started, what your ideal client's going to be. And then that's, that's really our first questions that we ask a new client is who do you sell to? What do you sell? Who do you sell to? What are the biggest group of clients that you have? And it'll be easy, you know, just walking through it. They'll be like, oh, contractors. Cool. We only do new home plumbing. It's contractors. Okay, great. Or, oh, we specifically do repair. Like, we're known for 24-hour, you know, your house is flooding. Repair. Like, okay, cool. So you probably already know what your ideal client is. You just need to do some... What is it? Some inward thinking, some self-thinking. So all of that just to say, understanding your ideal client shapes how you market from here on out. Because once you know the specific person you want to sell to, you can target them specifically, especially with digital marketing. Digital marketing is the best. We could make it, we can make a campaign so specific whether it's on Facebook, Google, Bing, whatever, to where the only person that will see the ad is Dory or the only person that will see the ad is me. So you can make it so specific in terms of interest, location, age, even the device that they're on. So you have so much more control over who sees your ads and you're reaching them in the palm of their hand, like while they're looking for services just like yours. So it saves you a ton of money. So there, we had a lot of clients in the past that were, you know, throwing tens of thousands of dollars a month towards a Google ad campaign that was spread across the United States, didn't have much targeting, and a lot of it just kind of went in the trash. So this specific targeting helps you, instead of casting a wide net, it helps you, you kind of go from, um, yeah, like fish analogy you go from literally casting a wide net to bow fishing you say I want that one and then you just hit that one so it saves you a lot of money it makes it a lot more effective all of the leads that you get so somebody will say hey you'll go from 10 people that'll be like hey I want this product sorry we don't have it or sorry we don't do that to the only people calling you or the majority of the people calling you are calling you for stuff that you know you do and stuff that you want to do so there's a difference like yeah we do everything I mean here we can do pretty much anything but we don't want to like we can build an app but we don't want to like we could um do five restaurant websites a month but we don't want to like we we just don't we will but we don't want to so it kind of lets you highlight the services that make the most money so that you can get the most profit out of it and say oh yeah we like kind of have this but we really want to push this one product so it shapes mainly your digital marketing I mean it shapes everything but especially in today's day and age it'll shape everything about your digital marketing and really 
let you kind of narrow in and zoom in on who you want to market to. So with digital marketing and knowing your ideal client, what do you do differently with your digital marketing? Everything. You write like, starting some, from some just specifics. <laughs> some specifics. Some specifics. Um, for me, it starts with writing the ads. So if you like client comes says hey we want to do we want to target a campaign just for emergency plumbing we get a lot of money from it we want to target just that emergency plumbing in a 15 mile radius for people in high-end neighborhoods I mean no client's going to come up and say that but I mean that would be ideal (laughs) so usually we figure that out for them but um say perfect so we would be able to build a google social media and an seo campaign based around that so you would start with the location which is the easiest thing you can set the location you want and then you can you write the ads so you wouldn't just do like when you write ads or no matter if you're writing um, digital or print ad or flyer you're not going to say best plumbing and such and such like this campaign's for emergency plumbing so we'll say you know 24 7 emergency plumbing get it fixed now, you know, like fix your plumbing now, like urgency. So the way that you write it also their website, the homepage of their website, if the main thing they want is emergency plumbing, we would reshape and rewrite their homepage to be all about emergency plumbing, like call now, you know, we wouldn't do fill out this form and we'll get back to you. No, (laughs) we do call now, hit it, call us. There's going to be reds and whites and emergency kind of stuff. Um, so Once you figure out what you want to sell and this can change like, okay, well for this season, you know, in terms of like, let's do what hurricane season, are we in it? Um, Um, Almost. Yeah. I think so. Roofers, you could do storm stuff. So like storm events, big wind events, things like that. And you can push that really hard. And once it gets out of the likelihood of there being wind events, then you can kind of turn to, Hey, you might not think anything's wrong with your roof, but let us check it out and we'll let you know. So you can shift that throughout the year. Your ideal client might not stay the same throughout the year. You know, right now, most roofers, their ideal client is somebody with a tree poking through the roof because it's a storm time. <laughs> so, and then when it's not storm time, I mean, Florida, it's always storming, but it can shift throughout the year, like for sure. So, I mean, I feel like I'm talking a lot and I know that I am. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's just, it's like the basis of everything for your marketing. If you, if you're marketing and you don't know your ideal client, you're wasting an incredible amount of money. <laughs> you just and are. Yeah. And effort. Yeah. You're thr- it's basically like, okay, do you want to shout? Like you have two choices. You can shout about your business and your services out the window and hope somebody re- will hear you. Or you can be you can be a kind of a creeper about it and walk up to a specific person's house and be like, Hey, trust me, you want to buy this. And then they buy it. That's basically what digital marketing is targeted and less creepy, less stocky. No, it's probably about the same amount of stocky. They just don't know. Exactly. Yeah. It's just not weird. (laughs) You're not a stranger knocking on their door. Be like, hi, I heard that you searched for plumbing. I I do that. (laughs) You know, you can do it just straight into their phone so either throw money out the window or throw money at people that are going to buy your stuff that's all it is and it's easy and this whole time while you're listening to us jabber on about this you probably already figured out who your ideal client was and thank you for still listening and if you're not i hope you're 
already writing down who your new client is and changing your marketing strategies because they're probably wrong. So get out of the coupon books. If they help you, okay. But trust me, I don't think they do. Get out of the coupon books. This comes, I mean, biased. I'm a digital marketing person. But get out of print marketing. Print is just, not dead. Just get out of it. It's not It's not dead. Okay, are you going to come at me? I'm going to come okay. at you. I do enjoy the print marketing. It is alive and well. Why do you enjoy print marketing? Because it gives clients something to hold, something to feel, where they can't do that with digital marketing. Uh-huh. You can put a flyer in somebody's hand. You can introduce yourself. Okay, but we're not, we're talking about, okay, yeah. We have flyers. Seeing. We have flyers. Yeah, we, we have do. flyers. We use flyers. We, we have, have business cards. Yeah, we have all line. that. But I'm talking about if you're, well, okay, yeah, we do, we have print stuff. But I'm just saying in terms of tracking and seeing exactly what your ads are doing for you, digital is better. Let's agree to disagree, and maybe we'll <laughs> revisit this in another podcast. I will smash you with statistics, so you better you better come prepped. I will destroy you. Oh no, you won't. <laughs> I'll I'll take this to the grave. No, you won't. Um, but I'm not saying that print is dead. I'm just saying get out of the coupon books and use that budget. Correct. Get and put out it of the coupon digital. books. I will I will give yeah. you that. Get out of the free coupon books. That, that they is not print- what I consider good print marketing anyway yeah i mean like coupon books are fine but they're a way better app all of these things are fine like every marketing channel is fine like i don't want to trash any of them but i will but like they're Should just not do as effective. digital marketing and not print marketing absolutely not you need to have both is one more important than the other depending on what industry you're in absolutely but again, this is a topic for another <laughs> podcast. Yeah. So why don't we sum this up? Um, last thoughts on ideal clients. Learn so, your ideal client. Shape your business around your ideal client. And stop wasting money. And if you need help, give us a call. Yeah. What's our phone number? I don't know. It's it. uh, 716-489-1991. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's our number. All right, I digress. Um, anyway, thanks so much for listening to us babble along. Um, and we hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye.